Hey guys, uh, welcome back to the Ninja 25 YouTube channel. Um, pretty excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It's a uh, pretty exciting. It's been out uh, 10 days now and it's it's broken a billion dollars. It's setting actual world records uh, in not just COVID records, which is pretty dope, if you ask me. Um, anyway, I'd like to uh, introduce my guest. This is uh, my buddy Wesley. We we work together. Uh, how how are you? Uh, how you doing, Wesley? I'm doing good. How's it going? It's pretty awesome. Wesley's from the uh, the Viewers Productions YouTube channel. He does uh, some some pretty funny stuff over there. So you should check that out <laughs> when we're done. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's get started. How? Pretty. Uh. Start with something pretty general. How'd you? How'd you like? Uh. Spider Man No Way Home. Um. Yeah. I guess. Uh... We don't need to explain the uh, explain what it is too much. I think people have uh, <laughs> they yeah, probably did, know I mean, all about. It. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, just a little indie movie, but um... yeah, not no no big deal. <laughs> you know, nothing. It's no, no, no one's ever heard of Spider Man before today. <laughs> yeah, I, you see that article going around that was like, how how did it make all this money? <laughs> it's like I mean, I don't well, know. I went to an IMAX Spider Man <laughs> on Saturday afternoon, and it was packed. Like, yeah, it was like not not an empty seat. Yeah, I saw it once on uh, the Friday night that it came out, which I guess technically movies come out Thursday nights now. But we went uh, Friday night and then we went again. Uh, it was a Monday that we went like a Monday during the day and the crowd was still like applauding and stuff like awesome. <laughs> clapping for Daredevil and clapping you for know, everything. I and I miss that. And like, I, I like to go to a theater with people, a lot of people who want to be there. And I am one of the idiots who cheers, you know? So it's, you know, yeah, it, it, it like, annoys some people, but I, I have no shame. Yeah. The fact that, cause, cause I've seen a lot of movies opening day and then I go back and see them like Avengers Endgame when I went uh, opening night, of course, like the theater was crazy, but then like the, I think I went maybe like even the next day or two days later and it was a silent theater and it felt like a whole different experience, but, uh, Spider-Man has legs apparently people, like people, people are excited. <laughs> yeah. I think he's always just been like a fan favorite for everybody, like me included. And, uh, just the fact that there's been all of these different versions and, yes. uh, this kind of celebrates all, in, all oh, of them. All right. I, I usually, I usually wait a minute to, to do. Some oh movies, yeah. Spo spoiler alert. <laughs> That was the worst kept secret of uh, yeah. the MCU. But actually, I, I mean, it was a. I feel like everybody knew it was going to happen, but uh, they never really showed anything, so you weren't sure how or when except or for, to what extent. The Invisible Man punching the lizard. Yeah. In that, in that one trailer. <laughs> and then there was that guy who leaked a bunch of uh, pictures. Uh, and, and there was that one picture of Andrew Garfield, like in front of a green screen, that kept coming around and. Uh, People are like, that's definitely from this movie. And uh, Andrew Garfield stayed strong and <laughs> never broke character and told everyone that he definitely was not in this movie. And uh, right, uh, stop asking me. I can't. I don't. <laughs> I don't care anymore. No. Uh, yeah. So I, I've gone ahead and thrown the spoiler graphic. I usually wait a little bit, but you know, the movie's been out for ten days. You should. Yeah. Uh, but this one's warning, uh... again to anybody else. If um, if you're watching this and haven't seen the movie, uh, you should stop and go see the movie. Yeah, uh, this was kind of hard to talk about without it really spoiling no, everything. Yeah, usually I uh, I wait till like halfway through the show, but no, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> there's there's so much here, and it's um, 
and that uh they got they got togues in the garf like i was it's the the fact that they were being so weird about it like yeah that, you know and they weren't even saying no they're not in the movie they're just they were just like it was so to the i was kind of getting more and more convinced it was all just a red herring and we were going to get the villains and not the spider-man um i I thought all along, I was like, why would you give us the villains and not like go all oh, the way? Oh, I agree. But Sony's made bad <laughs> decisions before. Like, did, did, did That's you see true. the new Venom movie? Because I didn't. And I bet it was terrible. <laughs> uh, it's it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say it's good, but I think those movies are a lot of fun. In a, uh, and it's only 90 minutes. So got to hand it to them I mean, you know, that with that one. The, we'll, yeah. we'll see how the Morbius movie turns out. That was going to be weird. Yeah, it looks like it could be cool. I don't think it's going to do uh, Spider-Man numbers. <laughs> also, it uh, this is kind of sidetracked, but uh, it feels like No Way Home really explained like the Sony-verse versus the MCU with this whole, like, oh, Tom Hardy's Venom was transported to the MCU universe. Right. But now, with Morbius, we see Michael Keaton Vulture in yeah, the trailer, so, I mean, and it so throws it a, everything out of whack is, again. Is it a Michael Keaton variant? I don't know. There is a... We, we shouldn't talk about this for too long, but if if you look in the trailers for Morbius, there's like a poster of the of Andrew the, Garfield the, Spider Man, no, right? It's the Toby Spider Man. It's got like oh. like the 3D webbing. Right? Yeah. So it's I don't know. Yeah, like it could be another. Who knows? Um, yeah. And then it says murderer over it, so it makes you think they're talking Mysterio. But yeah. then somebody talked about uh, how Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Uh, says he stopped pulling his punches and they're like, oh, what if it's Andrew Garfield Spider-Man uh, being I'm, called I'm, murderer? I'm, I'm, the, the, the multiverse is going to make my brain twitch and I, you know, I have all the faith in Marvel Studios. I have very little <laughs> faith in Sony to get the multiverse right. Yeah, um, I feel like Sony at every turn has been trying to screw up what <laughs> the uh, MCU does right all the time. They're like, well, we're going to just keep plopping out these like spider-man villain movies that nobody wants which i venom has its fans I but i, I don't, don't know that know anyone's that waiting it, for craven well see it's <laughs> funny you mentioned like i would rather watch a craven movie than a venom movie but you know i it's just you have to get them right you know like the with villains it's a hard line to walk like they either just become anti-heroes which is like kind of what he was i don't i haven't seen the new venom but that's what he was in the first one um, yeah yeah, or, it's the same kind of deal. Yeah, or it's just, you know, like the, the Joker movie was a very weird experience. That's like, but it's really ultimately about a very sick person and the system failed him and this is what happens. But, you know, like it it's kind of, that one's hard to watch. So it's... Yeah, I, I kind of hope they do what people seem to be begging for after uh, No Way Home, which is bring back Andrew Garfield and have him be the Spider-Man of the Sony-verse and go toe-to-toe with, like, Tom Hardy, Venom, and Morbius and whoever, which, I mean, I feel like they kind of need to because you're making all of these Spider-Man villain solo movies, and what is it leading to? Right. Just uh, is it nothing. No Spider-Man. Like, they're Apparently, they're connected, but there's no Spider-Man, and it's weird. Yeah. So they uh, that, that would be a good... I feel like No Way Home really teed them up to, like, Throw in Andrew Garfield, let Tom Holland keep being MCU Peter Parker, have Andrew Garfield be the Sony verse uh, Peter Parker. But uh, knowing Sony, they won't do that and they'll just like screw up all the continuity <laughs> completely. Excellent.
<laughs> it confused everyone. That's what you hope for. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the Spider-Man. Uh, bef- I asked. Uh, I asked how you liked the movie, and then we kind of we talked about three different things. Yeah, yeah how, um, <laughs> that was my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, walking out of No Way Home for the first time, how how'd you feel? I mean, we were like on cloud nine. <laughs> I went and saw it with a big big group and it had been so long since we'd all gone to see something because i mean obviously the pandemic we didn't see anything last year and then this year it's kind of been it's been off uh, and on with me like there are times when i feel super super okay going to the movies and then it there's a spike and it just gets weird again and we're, yeah. we're moving in that direction again right now which sucks yeah and then on top of that there just really hasn't been anything that good to come out like it's been very scarce and then here at the end of the year it got like really good from like maybe like November to December, it got pretty, and October, but uh, it was, it was like slim pickings for a while, like at the movie theater and everything is streaming now. So this felt like the first like big event movie since right. uh, the pandemic and since like Avengers Endgame. Which was, by the way, two and a half years ago now, which is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. We, uh, feels like we had our own blip like yeah <laughs> it seems like it wasn't that long ago but like it's because we haven't been in a theater hardly at all these uh past couple of years um, but uh yeah the, our, our theater was going nuts for every little thing that happened and it was uh it was awesome it was uh it's everything you want when you go see one of these movies it really like it's oh uh, uh i moved the wrong thing it's really everything like it's it's no yeah it's everything and the kitchen sink um yeah and i couldn't you know i'm not gonna say it's not you know a touch on the messy side but like there's way i compare it to say spider-man 3 into but you know that movie had much less going on than this one but was a much bigger mess than no way home like it that with with a no way home could have been a disaster, but for the most part, it yeah. works. Like you know, there are so, so some questions about how you know whenever you introduce magic, there's question marks, and you know, it's just like <laughs> some, some things are a little weird. But like on the whole, I I loved this movie, and like and I the big thing for me is I couldn't believe how much of all these characters that we get. You know, it's pro- the only one that's probably underserved. I would say is the lizard. You know, like there's a yeah. there we get. <laughs> You know, obviously it's it's Tom Holland's movie, but we you know we get Doctor Octopus, uh, we uh, we get the Green Goblin, or for Norman, uh, we get um, it was Willem Dafoe's uh, Norman Osborn, uh, Jamie Fox is back. Um, there's a ton of all three of them. There's a f- even a fair amount of Sandman. Um, yeah. And then uh, in the second half of the movie, we the two the two other Spider Men return. And they're, you know, they play a significant part in like the second. Like, there's so much. There's a ton of Aunt May in this movie until, you know, until what happens happens. <laughs> until there isn't. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a good amount. Of, no, yeah, it's just there. There the what the thing I can really commend about No Way Home is, despite there being so much going on, um, every you know everyone gets at least their moment, except for the lizard. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, it always gets uh, it gets dicey when you see a Spider-Man movie is going to have like all of these villains because like we've been there before with Amazing Spider-Man two to a dis- uh, to a degree, yeah, and Spider-Man three for sure, and those both turned out to be kind of 
uh bad <laughs> and uh so you see like a bunch of villains are going to be in this and you're like okay i'm excited but also i mean and ooh. that has what's been you know i've been terrified there but that they would try to make a sinister six movie for years and that's was kind of what they were leading up to with the uh with the garfield movies um yeah and then it kind of looked like that's what this was going to be but it's also like it's really with the not uh the that. secret the secret basement of villain backpacks and yeah uh amazing spider-man too yeah, but but they uh, Marvel's done this before. I feel like because uh, it was kind of the same feeling with like Infinity War and Civil War and Endgame. You're like, oh my gosh, how are they gonna juggle all of these characters? But then you see it, and you're like, well, everybody kind of gets their time to shine and gets their big applause moment and has a pretty satisfying arc. Like Civil War was so many people, but it still felt like Captain America's story, like him Absolutely. and Bucky, and you get those good like arcs for every character as well as they can in a two hour movie. And that but. is, you know, a lot, there are people in the world that, that shit on superhero movies for whatever reason, but like that, that is a difficult task in any movie. You have a, yeah. uh, you know, you have 24 people on the call sheet, but they, you, <laughs> All of them still feel like they they get the time that they deserve. That's yeah. really hard to pull off unless you make your movie twelve hours long, like The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I think they. I don't know. I think they pull it off every time with the. Uh, uh, maybe uh, it'd be debatable with Eternals. Maybe <laughs> I don't know if everybody gets like a great arc in that, but uh, uh, they pulled it off here for sure. I felt like every villain uh got a moment and then we got way more uh spider-man trio than i expected because what i really didn't want was oh here they come during yeah, the final would, battle they and they all just up, fight and then, you know you they would take off their masks so just long enough that you know it was him the whole time and then they'd be gone like you know so they yeah for, for instance they would only really need toby mcguire for one scene for like three days and otherwise it's all cgi and a stuntman like yeah no exactly yeah and that <laughs> would they they, they gave you everything you wanted because like you want to see them all team up and like fight but you also you get to see them have emotional moment with tom holland peter parker and you get to see them like clowning around and having fun and making jokes and it they really i mean people uh talk a lot of shit about fan service but i feel like this was the right kind of fan service like yes. it's what you want to see and if you're gonna if you're gonna do it if you're gonna get all three of these guys in a room you gotta uh, make the most of it, and I think they did. I yes, and I I agree completely. And you know, I I still think back at this point, wondering how it worked. You know, I've only seen the movie once, but it's you know I've I watched a lot of videos and listened to a lot of podcasts about it, and it's. I mean it it's nothing short of a a triumph in my opinion. You know, like it could have. <laughs> Like it's, I don't think anyone expected it to be as good as it is. Even, you know, even knowing probably going in all the secrets that it was going to have. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. So the, the movie starts right where the last one, where far from home uh, let off where uh, Mysterio had this, this video he'd made 
revealing that uh, Peter Parker was Spider-Man that, you know, I guess got, he leaked to the Daily Bugle when he died or something. Um, so then, uh, and this was the thing that, that I've wanted since the MCU said they were doing Spider-Man. Um, I, I wanted J.K. Simmons back as <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson, and they gave it to me in Far, in far From Home. And then, you know, so I've been excited to see where they take this since they like you know I just wanted uh I I've wanted JJ to be like the one character from the other movies that gets that gets cast again you know what I'm like it's <laughs> um but it uh, really it really speaks to how good the casting is in those uh Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies where they're like they're like hmm we want to do Green Goblin who should we get oh we'll get Willem get, Dafoe get the craziest we need man in Hollywood yeah we need J Jonah Jameson again uh I wonder if we can get JK Simmons back and he uh he really delivers, but it still feels like a different portrayal. Like it, it does. doesn't feel no, like exactly not, the same. He's 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 not doing uh like a propaganda rag. He's doing or a uh I'm sorry, yeah. Um it's he's he's not he's not news newsstand fodder, he's a uh a, like a right wing podcaster, basically, or like yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> he's like an Alex Jones type yeah. guy, and it's uh it, it's kind of brilliant. I think that's the, that's the word good I mean. way to do it. <laughs> but uh, he, he's awesome. I was so excited when he showed up in Far From Home. And yeah, they really do start off exactly like you could splice together these two movies. Yeah, and, and it would just be one big it would, thing. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, it really goes right into the other like uh, scenes directly from that post credit scene in Far From Home are what start us off on this uh, ride, which is kind of cool. And it uh, basically where it goes is um, everyone knows uh, that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. They also know that he had accomplices. You know, they know that some people know <laughs> by association know who Peter Parker is. Uh, Aunt May or know who Spider-Man is. Aunt May, uh, MJ and Ned, etc. cetera. Um, and then I really adored that it was, you know, it wasn't that he was it was bothering him that people knew him that the, the reason that he went to Dr. Strange to fix everything. It's the, the reason he wanted to reverse it is because it was messing up his friends' lives. And that's a yeah. really Spider-Man kind of thing. Um, you know, which I really appreciated. It could just be, Oh shit, my secret's out. What do I do? Or like they could have made it dangerous for him. You know, like, you know, maybe someone attacks Aunt May or something in the street, but it didn't, it didn't become that necessarily. It was just that, you know, it was just a very, I'm Peter and I need to help my friends. Um, yeah, which, it, yeah. It, it really had nothing to do with him. It was, it really, uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and it, uh, it feels a little different with uh, like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man. It was like, I don't want people to know who I am because it'll put my loved ones in danger, which is also very like, admirable like spider-man type vibe but uh i feel like this had an added twist where everyone also thought he was a murderer <laughs> so <laughs> it was really uh, like messing up uh his mysterio his right yeah yeah that's the uh the second uh uh i don't know what you would call it villain uh apologists in yeah. uh mcu we got thanos was thanos right, was right. On a urinal. Was right. spoiler alert <laughs> thanos was not right yeah but I uh I I like seeing stuff like that. I like and the Spider-Man movies, these uh this trilogy have been the best with showing like how real people on the ground feel about 
all of this like crazy shit that happens. Um, and, and we it's, don't uh, often kind of fun to see have a lot of time for that in some of the in some other superhero movies. There, you know, there's a lot going on in them, so you don't really get to see how real people feel about this stuff a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah. it's the things like the MCU just being so vast at this point, it allows us <laughs> to have that kind of time. Yeah, that's what I like most about the these Spider-Man movies. I think like even uh, just that one scene that he gets with the teachers and uh, the Hannibal principal. Burris. Hannibal Burris cracks me up, and I didn't expect to see him in this. And uh, yeah, just <laughs> seeing uh, everybody's take on <laughs> Spider-Man being a uh, <laughs> a criminal is just so it was funny to see. But um, yeah, I love that, and I love that they. I mean. There's not a lot of space for uh, the teachers and like uh, yeah, they're uh, only in that Betty. one moment. But <laughs> but yeah, the fact that they did have like a little time for them, I was like, that's that's good because don't completely ditch these characters that have been pretty pretty solid and funny throughout this trilogy. So they still get like a little moment, but uh, <laughs> I can't imagine them showing up uh, anywhere else in this movie. <laughs> Um, so then we move on to uh, Peter, Ned, Aunt May. They all get arrested, um, and they have to uh, answer to like to damage control. I think right. Um, but so, yeah, yeah. And then like Ned just puts his foot in his mouth. He's like, "So what you're saying is you're Spider-Man's number one accomplice." <laughs> that that's one of my uh, one of my favorite scenes there, where he is like clearly uh, smooth, like smooching up to Ned and making him feel all comfortable and he just right away just makes himself look guilty as hell yes ned, ned cracks me up i think he's a funny character i do too do you do you read comic he's a lot like uh ganky in ultimate spider-man it's like miles morales friend there my uh my fiance was just playing the miles morales video game so oh, i yeah. saw nice. some of that yeah, yeah. um also, there have they confirmed that it's Ned Leeds? Have they done that? Like, like this? Have they ever said I mean, his he, last name? Because like, Ned yeah. Leeds is the Hobgoblin. <laughs> yeah, they and they kind of nod to that yeah, a little like, bit. I, I like, promise I'm not going to become a villain and try to kill you. Yeah, but which I don't, I don't know how they would do that. But I guess anything is possible. But uh, he's I mean, still I, still if, like if they do, I. I had had a, a theory that may, like maybe it could be in this movie, and it's another like a multiverse ned like a ned variant becomes the hobgoblin which would be yeah cool. maybe that'll be maybe that'll happen in the future i don't know but yeah i don't know what they're gonna do with the multiverse stuff because i feel like at some point it has to end <laughs> like if you just keep the multiverse open as an option all the time it's just gonna lead to some problems and get too ultimately yeah, carried yeah, away it, gets, it could get really confusing you know there but kang kang is out there we got you know and it's gonna take yeah. take, take some time to deal with kang for sure so yeah i feel like give us this whole phase can be like the multiversal phase and then some big event movie has to happen where they close it off and it's like, okay, no more multiverse. But then from there, I don't know where you go because I don't know how you uh I I didn't know how you were gonna top Avengers Endgame, but then they <laughs> called up all of these uh Spider-Man actors <laughs> and every uh, character every actor away has again. been in Spider-Man ever. <laughs> um, yeah, now I don't know how they're gonna top this, but I'm sure uh they'll and you know, give uh, us some you know crazy what? stuff. I, we got the first the first big reveal of the the multiverse coming together. Uh, shortly after that, 
Um, they have a hundred percent confirmed that Charlie or not not uh, that Matt Murdock is in the MCU and he's played by Charlie Cox. And well, uh, for folks who don't know, I uh, I may have talked about it last week on the show, but I I recently uh, hurt hurt my ankle at work. Um, and we were, we were sitting there, uh, and then Charlie Cox comes into their, uh, comes into their kitchen. He's like, you need a good lawyer. I'm a good lawyer. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So Charlie Cox was on the screen and I got really excited and I like danced in my seat and stopped my foot and it hurt really, <laughs> really bad. <laughs> and I was like, Brandon, you're a dumbass. <laughs> I got, it was really exciting. Um, I did, I did something similar to that when I went and saw Split in the theater when it had first come out, and you see that uh Bruce Willis is in there. Shot of yeah, and I slammed my hand on the armrest because oh, I got all excited, and I was like, "Oh, that actually hurt a little bit. I should <laughs> chill out." Good times, good times. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that was cool to see him. I thought we might get more Daredevil. I thought. I didn't think he would suit up or anything, but I thought maybe we'd get like a courtroom scene with Matt Murdock or something. Thought that would have been and cool. And that was, you know, all this stuff is kind of resolved right then and there. He's like, I'll take care of it. And then you don't see him again and they don't really talk about it again. Yeah, that felt like I, I don't have a problem with it because they, uh, there's so much else to worry about later on. But I really thought like, oh, we're going to have to deal with the fact that he's a murderer to everybody but then not really so much <laughs> like uh he really does say like oh you guys are good but uh happy maybe not so good but also the court of public opinion and then that was <laughs> kind of it but uh i'm sure there's more matt murdoch on the way maybe he'll show up in like she hulk or something yeah it's almost certainly got to be she hulk um that would be cool yeah the moving on yeah so Peter dis, uh, decides that he sh uh, that he knows someone who who can do well. He realizes he knows someone who can do magic, and he decides <laughs> to go talk to Doctor Strange. Uh, and he says, "I need you to make everyone forget I was Spider Man." Uh, and Doctor Strange says, "This is a terrible idea, but I'll do it." Um, and then uh, so they're doing the spell, and then Peter keeps trying to fuck with the spell, and he says, "Wait, don't d the Aunt May still needs to know, and also MJ, and also Ned." Wait, just, and, and anyone who already knew. Yeah, yeah, right. That works, right? Um, so then Doctor Strange botches the spell, uh, and it seems like everything's fine. But then uh, Peter Parker or Spider-Man runs out to to catch the college administrations lady before she gets uh, on the plane, and the there uh, he catches her in her in her car, and there's a uh, an explosion on the bridge where they're at, and Doctor Octopus appears. And that was great. I feel like that's the scene that we saw the most from before the movie came out. Probably, like that yeah. was that was, was still big, there was uh, a lot more of it in the movie than in the trailer, though. Which you know, that, I, I was definitely afraid that the trailer kind of had everything, but it was like a really tight action scene, and it's like really interesting use of the arms, like probably more so than in the Sam Raimi movie. <laughs> um, yeah, he was a uh, he was fun, and I'm glad that he got uh, a big sequence like that because yeah. uh alfred molina is great and i thought uh, that was uh and he's always been my favorite like but um certainly in the movie in the old sam raimi movie but also like from the cartoons like he was my favorite villain since i was a kid so it's yeah. it's always good to see him back and to have you know like the best version of him back on the screen yeah he he was great and then uh it was cool to see the iron spider suit against the Dr. Octopus tentacles. Yeah, like, it kind of takes him over. 
Yeah, that was uh that was cool. And the fact that they both have four legs that they can kind of <laughs> battle it out with. But um yeah, I thought that was a great sequence. I like the uh, college admissions lady yelling at <laughs> Dr. Octopus when she gets out of the car and tells him that was not okay. <laughs> that uh that was pretty good. He uh later on, I think it might be right after that once they have uh Dr. Octopus uh locked away in, in the uh, the basement uh that that uh i don't remember what he shouts but he yells at the at the kids right. and it really like startled me i was like oh my gosh he is uh going all out with this uh uh this role again but um yeah i thought he was a lot of fun and i like that he's uh you get to see villainous side but he's also uh redeemed like he is in spider-man 2 absolutely um and then for we get a very brief glimpse of the green goblin he drops that a pumpkin bomb and appears what a and then tease that was <laughs> i was then, like all right here we go yeah and then all right we're gonna we're gonna fight uh he's gonna fight both of them it's gonna be awesome and then we get teleported to to dr strange's basement where he's already captured the lizard and he's like all right pete we fucked up um <laughs> All these other people from other universes are coming through because they know that you're they know Peter Parker is Spider-Man. The lizard looked pretty good too, which he, I know it's kind of debatable for some people if he looked good in Amazing Spider-Man, but I feel like this was he looked like how he looked in the original Amazing Spider-Man movie, but he looked better. <laughs> but also it looked like he fit into the MCU, like right. all of these characters it it couldn't have been easy because like the the style of these other Spider-Man movies are so different than absolutely the MCU and they kind of fit them in perfectly. Um, and especially with like, well, Electro they changed to be fair. Like you know, it doesn't. Yeah. He he doesn't look like he did in that other movie. Probably for the better. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, and you know what? Going into this, when it started coming out that the lizard's probably in it. And then they showed the lizard for, you know, a, a second in that one trailer. Excuse me. I was, uh, I was kind of hoping that they had done Dylan Baker from yeah. the Raimi movies. That would have been cool. It would, yeah, no, no, no. and we don't, we wouldn't have a, at least from the movie point of view, we wouldn't have like a, a, a benchmark for that, but you know, he, he really, he played Kurt Connors in the Raimi movies with Tobey Maguire um, and he was really excited that they were they would eventually get to the lizard and he would be able to put on the scales. Um, yeah, that uh, that's kind of the Hall of Fame of like uh, superhero villains that never happened. Yeah, like Dylan Dylan Baker and Spider Man and like Billy D Williams as Harvey Dent Harvey in the Tim and that's Burton happening Batman's. in comics right now. Yeah, I saw that, which is uh, pretty cool to see. Yeah, he, but, uh, the, the art's pretty pretty awesome too. Like it's you know, yeah, D, but like the red the the two face side has got this crazy hair. It's great. Yeah, that would have been awesome to see, like, for real, <laughs> like, back in the day. But, yeah, him and Dylan Baker both are, like, what could have been. But that would have been cool. But I do like, uh, who's the actor that plays the lizard in? Risa Font. Okay, yeah, he's um, he's good. I am I mean, they got him for all of, like, one day, I feel well, like. It was, it's it's a voice role. Like, the, the there's, like, two shots of him at the end of the movie when he's cured, but those are reused. That's it's what I like heard. Old footage. 
Um, was it uh, was it old footage of Thomas Hayden Church as well, or did they get him in there? Uh, also, avoid, but it was the Thomas Hayden Church. I don't think was reused footage. Like the 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 two shots of Risa Fons are just legit straight out of Amazing Spider Man. But uh, I think Thomas the Hayden Church was like at, like outtakes. So you know, footage, if, footage uh, that they filmed fifteen years ago, but they didn't. They it wasn't in the movie at the time. That's kind of incredible. I mean, I know some people think that that's weird or whatever that that it's cheap but i think that's it's kind of impressive that it looks as good as it does they didn't really cheap out you know like they had to have both of those guys in the voice booth for three days like it's not like yeah even uh, you know i've said earlier the lizard kind of got the shaft here but i wouldn't he still has quite a few lines you know like he's not yeah he's in the movie for a bit so it's there it's not i think he's funny too i like the whole uh yeah he wants to turn everyone into a lizard (laughs) They really kind of take the, take you know the piss when, out of the uh, villains from the Amazing Spider-Man movies. When, All when the jokes Dad's about like, him. Wait, 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 the dinosaur can talk. Like that's probably my that probably got the the loudest laugh from me. <laughs> probably not the best joke in the movie, but I, I I appreciated it. Yeah, I like that, and I like his little banter with Electro. He's like, "I can give you a makeover." He goes, <laughs> oh, "What? Turn me into a lizard?" <laughs> An electric lizard. Yeah, they keep uh they keep joking about the amazing Spider-Man villains throughout. Like that's a good ongoing joke. And then I really like the, uh, <laughs> and any, anytime they bring up that Jamie Foxx was turned evil by uh, falling into a vat of electric eels. <laughs> you got to watch where you fall. <laughs> that, uh, that was pretty good. Like, it's just crazy that they were able to take a character that didn't really work for people in another movie and you could uh, take make him, him work out. here of Amazing Spider-Man 2. You could completely remove Max Dillon and Electro, <laughs> and it wouldn't change the movie. Yeah. Like, you could, you, know, <laughs> we, you would lose the coolest action scene. Um, You know, like, the thing that happens in Times Square is actually pretty... That's probably, probably the only good part of that of that big mess, but the... um, you It wouldn't change the plot of the movie, which really focuses on, Harry, on Peter and Harry and Gwen, for the most part. Um, yeah, Harry Osborne wanting uh, Peter's blood. <laughs> I didn't say it was good, but <laughs> no, you know, for sure. No, yeah, the uh, God, they, what a mess. Um, it's such a a bummer. I I'm so glad Andrew Garfield got to come back and kind of get a he's a good get Peter some redemption. Parker. He's awesome, and he's, I think he kind of stole the show. Bad movies, but he's a good Peter Parker. I, that first one I think is all right, but then I don't know. They just turn into such a mess, and I don't think you needed the whole like uh, my dad about his agent. parents. Yeah, yeah, like. I've never once cared about uh, the mystery around Peter <laughs> Parker's parents. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it's such a weird thing for them to focus on. It's true. But um, I'm getting ahead of ourselves again, but yeah, Andrew yeah. Garfield's so good. The, the movie, the movie's great. Um, we, we move on, uh, we discover that Peter or that Dr. Strange captured the lizard and he gives Peter this like device. That's like magic mixed with technology um yeah he takes his uh takes his web shooter right and does like a weird yeah and then makes thing uh, with that. makes it a thing that'll teleport the villains into the into the basement here into the holding cells i uh i got it right here actually oh, dope. yeah <laughs> and you actually don't really see this exact suit i mean you see this suit but you don't really see this little device that much i think he right. takes it away pretty quickly and then it's mostly the, the uh 
the box that they carry around. But uh, that was a uh, pretty awesome. Also, I don't remember uh, on this one. There's like a little uh, looks like a Doctor Strange portal, but uh, kind of with spider webs in it on his chest. And I don't recall seeing that in the movie, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But he does have a little, uh, uh, like an iPhone strapped to the black suit that he. Yeah, uh, so I guess so, so hair so that Ned and MJ can watch. I was like, didn't the suit have a camera, like in the in the eyes or something? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Doctor Strange sends him out uh, to investigate, like an electrical disturbance or something. Um, You're right. Where he encounters Electro and Sandman, and Sandman recognizes Spider Man, you know, because they kind of. They ended uh, Spider-Man 3 on okay terms. Um, yep. So uh, Peter's like, all right, I need you to help me catch the electrical guy. Uh, and then first thing they do is uh, surround him, and then Peter captures a tree. <laughs> That's a great bit, too. <laughs> Whenever, uh, is, is this, is, a, is this a tree? A tree? Is this a doctor who turned himself into a tree? It's it's just a tree. It's just a tree, Ned. Uh, <laughs> and that's, yeah, so uh, Electro and the Sandman end up uh, stuck in the stuck in the basement as well, and then we go over to uh, Norman, who seemingly has like suppressed the evil side of him, and he smashes the helmet, uh, the the helmet from the Sam Raimi movies, um, which is so it's so cool. Anytime you see a smashed up mask, like yeah, an iconic like, mask, <laughs> like they did it in uh, like the Dark Knight Rises, you get the smashed yeah, they, Batman mask. And they, they showed mask. that in the trailers, like, oh shit, like Bane broke the, yeah. broke the cow. What we... <laughs> or uh, in Force Awakens, you get like the messed up looking Darth Vader helmet. Yeah. And now we get cool Green Goblin sm- half smashed mask, like it, uh, oh, that, that half smashed mask, say that three times fast, but uh, pass. Um, they yeah it just like cool as hell that's a cool shot with uh his mask just scattered across the pavement and we are led to believe that norman's uh better faculties have taken over and he yeah. you know he's wandering around this new world he doesn't have any place to go so he finds feast and he finds aunt may he's just um, a nice old man yeah he's just a just a nice homeless guy who's doesn't have anywhere to go um so then uh, Peter is like, oh, no, we got we got to capture this guy. And Aunt May says, no, this man needs help. You need to help him. Um, and we uh, we get to hear him mention uh, James Franco. <laughs> yes, he talks about Harry. kind of unexpected. Yeah. Talks about Harry. Talks about Oscorp. Um, and you really kind of buy it that he's not evil right now. What? Really okay, didn't see so what do you think? Was he him. evil? Or, like, was he... Was that the goblin, like just acting like night, not nice, lonely Norman, or was it actually Norman? I don't know. I think the goblin uses that to his advantage, but I think, I mean, it definitely seemed like the whole like Jekyll and Hyde situation going on, right? And uh, but like even more so than we get in the Raimi movies, I feel like, like we get more some of that. Sure, yeah, yeah, but this was kind of kind of established it in a more concrete way where uh, uh, you could tell like when he's good and when he's going nuts, but uh, yeah, Willem Dafoe's just so good. Like either, either way he's playing it, like so good. <laughs> you I'm buy him as like, 
he's he he has crazy face just like all the time but like there are there are there are it's crazy there are yeah. looks he makes in this movie that wouldn't work anywhere else or from any other actor but I, it's, it's i can't believe he's only 66 years old this man has more wrinkles than anybody ever <laughs> but like in such a kind of looked in such a cool him. such a cool way like he's such an interesting looking guy and it it works uh when he plays crazy people like in this or the lighthouse or whatever. Awesome. Movie but he's lighthouse. also, he's really good at playing, uh, like more reserved characters too. Like he's really good in, uh, the Florida project where he's playing like oh, yeah. a more likable, like down to earth dude. <laughs> but, uh, he, he can really do it all. And he, he was just uh, in, I just saw nightmare alley and he's like, Oh the, yeah, I need to see that. The proprietor of like the, the freak show. Um, and he's, <laughs> Not you know he's not a nice person, but he's not on like the crazy side in that movie. Yeah, no uh, eyes bulging and uh, yeah. you know I'm not yelling he's, like he's a he's a terrible human being, but he's not like like nuts like he's he <laughs> yeah, he really went all out and they uh, they did what a lot of people said they should have done in the Raimi movies, and they just showed more of his face. Like smashing the helmet was probably the best choice they could have made because seeing Willem Dafoe in all of his insane glory yes. is, and, uh, and they made him look like good. the comic with the scarf. Yeah. Right. You know, and like the, I, I like the flight goggles, which is, uh, that's, that's been like an ultimate comics thing sometimes. Yeah. You, you Did you ever see that test footage from the like original Spider-Man where they were going to have him do like prosthetics and like really make him like a goblin? Yes. And th that, yeah, that would have been which a bad choice too. I think that looked awesome, which I think it would have worked in that movie. But now, uh, in retrospect, I'm so glad they didn't do it because this is so much. This. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so cool to <laughs> he's the only person who, like, doesn't need any prosthetics or makeup or anything to completely to turn into the Green Goblin. <laughs> yes. Like he he changes like on a dime and you believe it immediately. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, like something Something just happened. Like this guy is not who he was two seconds ago. So where do we go from there? Because there's some um, time. Between... They go back to the basement, right? Right, and then Peter says, "Is this where Peter determined decides that he's got us?" No, this is where the thing with Doctor Strange happens. Yeah, Doctor right. Strange wants to press the button on the box, send everybody back, and Peter's like, "Wait a second." These guys are all going to die. I, I you didn't tell them. me that. Yeah. Um, so he gets in a fight with Doctor Strange, and then Doctor Strange tries to trap him in the mirror dimension so that it, he can just fix the problem. And then <laughs> uh, he uses the power of geometry, <laughs> and he and ties he up beats Doctor Strange. Strange in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that? that was pretty great. Him coming out and uh, talking to Ned and going, oh my gosh, I just fought Doctor Strange and I won. <laughs> that was... Uh, that was wild. And the Doctor Strange stuff is always like so batshit crazy. Yes. Like it's visually nuts. I mean, and this, yeah. this movie is, there's so much stuff. Like this, this movie is nuts. Um, yeah. And it's <laughs> the, you know, that's the fact that the fact that there's this huge Doctor Strange like mirror dimension fight, and that's not even like in my top three things in this movie. <laughs> like that's pretty nuts. I like the thing with the train. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That looks cool. But um from there, uh I that's 
when they go to Happy's apartment, right? Right, just bringing six supervillains <laughs> over to, to, to Happy's place. Which is also a great bit. I love seeing them walk by on his doorbell camera, and he's like, it's like a guy in there made of mud? <laughs> <laughs> John Favreau is great in these movies, and I'm glad they uh, kept him alive. I was really worried this was the... Uh, the final uh, performance from him, but uh, oh yeah, I, it's, it seems like he likes doing it. Like he's down to. I mean, he's all in on Marvel and Star Wars right now. And if you, yeah, he was he played Foggy Nelson in the the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie. Like he's been yeah. in the Marvel game for a long time. Yeah, which is wild. Yeah, but, like uh, that was like before I before he directed Iron Man, obviously, but like before. Yeah, then. I hope they keep him alive though. He's a fun one to have around, and I think his uh, he's really funny. First of all, but then and I, th- I think his, had, his relationship with Tony is imp- yeah. really important to these movies. So like it's yeah. it's it's good to have Happy drop in every once in a while because it's a good reminder. Yeah, and he he's hilarious all the time. But then he's kind of been responsible for two of the more poignant moments yeah. in recent Marvel movies, like that scene at the end of Endgame with Tony Stark's daughter. That's like a real good emotional like performance from him and then you get another one here at the end of uh uh no way home in the uh cemetery and uh john favreau can act i like him yeah it's true <laughs> I, i'm i hope they uh keep him around because uh i i mean we don't get stan lee cameos anymore but this is uh at least somebody who was who's been there since the beginning of the mcu and he can uh kind of come in and uh <laughs> have some fun moments every now and then. Uh, and there's a, okay, before we get there. So yeah, Peter discovers in Happy's apartment that Happy has a, a fabricator, um, which is like Stark tech that lets him build stuff. Uh, and he has the little, he has the little thing, uh, <clears throat> the little uh, claw dude. <laughs> yeah. From the I, first Iron Man movie. Yeah. You, I don't remember what they call again, those. But and that was not on fire. <laughs> That that was cute. We hadn't seen that in forever, and probably Iron Man three. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. So that was I, I kind of perked up when he showed up. I was like, oh wow, I've just been hanging at Happy's place. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're uh, trying trying to work on all these cures, um, you know, and some of them don't don't want to be cured, and that starts to come out. But you know, we we get another moment where Norman just seems kind of. Uh, Kind of, re- kind of a normal guy. Like you know, he's a scientist. Yeah. And he tries to help Peter make all the shit, um, and then he oh, yeah, decides to go crazy. We didn't mention in the uh, when they're back in the basement, we get the uh, I'm somewhat of a scientist, scientist myself. myself. Yes, <laughs> which uh, has become like a meme at this and point. Absolutely, but it's... and if it that's why that's why he said it. You know, if it wasn't such a meme, he probably would have left it out. <laughs> I I'm kind of glad they had it in there. Like yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a little on the nose, but it's uh, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, you want to you want to hear the greatest hits a little bit. Yeah, so, so the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. Yeah, they might have overdone that one a little bit, <laughs> uh, but uh, it was it was. Alfred cool Molina, Molina yeah. is one of those guys that can read the phone book, and I'm like all in on it. Did you ever see that show uh, Feud about uh, uh, shit? Now I can't remember Betty Davis and uh, Joan Crawford. No. It's like one of those uh, Ryan Murphy shows on um, uh, FX and uh, 
it's all about like old Hollywood and Alfred Molina plays. I want to say, I don't know. He plays like a movie producer. I don't remember which one, but he's like awesome. And like, he's anything he shows up in. I feel like he instantly elevates it. He had a really good, like a pretty small part, but a really good one in that new movie, pretty young uh, or promising Promising young woman. woman. Yeah. Yeah, That was the other one I was going to mention. I think he shows up in literally two scenes maybe, but he's so like, he's so he just brings it. Yes. Um, so I then, buy whatever he's selling. Like he's he's always always delivering. Uh, so Peter invents uh, some new new things that are going to, in theory, help uh, help cure the villains. Um, and he he makes Doctor Octopus a new inhibitor chip, and he attaches it, and then Doctor Octopus becomes uh, just uh, becomes Otto again. Basically, he turns into a normal guy, and then he. Uh, he gives the thing to Electro that's like absorbing the electricity. Um, and this is when Norman <laughs> decides that he doesn't want to be cured and the goblin comes back out again. Yeah, we get that whole uh, Spidey Sense yeah. uh, sequence, which it's is like, really cool, where like, everything just kind of fades to the background and Peter's like, something's not right. And, and it's sure enough. this guy. <laughs> um, yeah. And this is an intense <laughs> but, fight. Like, they're like cut, going through the floor and stuff. It's like, yeah, and a lot of that was practical too. I saw some uh, behind-the-scenes footage where they really like sent them through the floor. And it's <laughs> like, and, and it's Willem Dafoe doing a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, because he said that. Uh, that's what he said when they came to him with this. They were like, "Hey, do you want to come back?" And he's like, "Well, I want to do as many of the stunts as I can because that's what makes it fun for me." Right. It's like. Man, this man is sixty six years old, and he's <laughs> and he's all in out on here. Spider Man movie, yeah, I, he's out here beating the shit out of Tom Holland. We don't, we we, we don't deserve Willem Dafoe or Alfred Molina. Yeah, but they, but, uh, but they are this, here. Uh, they, you know, the he scene didn't have is to also, do this for us, but he did it. Yeah, the scene is also one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. The way uh, uh, Willem Dafoe says, "Norman's on sabbatical, honey." <laughs> <laughs> he's so just like chewing the scenery and having a blast like he's awesome it's, <laughs> but yeah that whole that whole fight scene is crazy and uh just smashing through every floor of this apartment building <laughs> and him just laughing laughing every time tom holland punches him yes like just the crazy in his eyes it's just like I mean, you know, and like I said before, like if it was another actor, it probably wouldn't work as well. But Willem Dafoe sells it. Yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy that <laughs> he's gone from being like one of the best superhero villains ever to now also being the best superhero villain in the MCU. <laughs> like he's, the, it's crazy, like 30, like almost 30 years apart. And he's still yeah, like it's been it's been 19 years since Spider-Man since wow. the first so not, not even not even 20 years. Wow. Um but I, that's that's a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. It's crazy that he can uh pick it up again just just like that. Um I'm trying to think where we oh I know where we go from there is uh a sad moment with uh Aunt May. Oh and then yeah, so he they fought. They fight down to the lobby, and then Aunt May's trying to get away with the cures, and Peter's trying to just to just get her to run away. But she tries to cure 
Norman like secretly, and she hits he hits her with the glider. Um, yeah, and you know, and it seems like it's like oh shit, Mace hurt. What are we gonna do? But then she she gets up and we're just like, um, and they're they're talking for a minute and it's like, uh, and then my wife says like just kind of whispers. Aunt May's not okay. It's just like, <laughs> no shit. Like, like they're gonna twist the knife right here. And yeah, then, this uh, they they really fake you out because she stands up and you think like, yeah, like oh, all this. Uh, maybe good. she's not hurt so bad. It's like, no, no, she's uh, she's messed up. And then she she's bleeding out and she falls. And then you know, like Happy shows up and the 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 SWAT team or whatever is there to arrest Spider Man. And then Happy's getting arrested on the hood of the car. And it's yeah, like, it's and real. It's like, I'm just this moment. Was you know obviously you know obviously and you know Aunt May dying sucks and that is uh, that hurts a lot but it was also like like the in this moment in the theater I was on the leaning forward on the edge of my seat like I was with Happy it's like you you got to go Pete you have to get <laughs> yeah. you you're like no like it's I I know it hurts but you got to get out of here because if you get arrested it's all over like you know Tom Holland is uh Tom Holland's really good at scenes like this because this was giving me very much like the vibe of uh uh. I don't want to go, Mr. Stark. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime he uh, is in a scene like this, and I actually saw an interview with him where he said when, to get himself to cry, he'll just like repeat the same phrase over and over. And he kind of does that in the Mr. Stark scene and here where he's like, he just keeps saying the same thing and it breaks your heart a little more every time he says it. And you're like, oh man, he's uh, he's pretty good. The only way this could have uh, hit a little harder would be if uh, Aunt May was given anything to do in these other movies. Like, I feel like unfortunately, she... you're right. This is like I don't know. Like, <laughs> they had cute moments. Like he comes home, he's like, "May, I need help." And he, she, she goes. They buy a suit, and she helps. She teaches him how to dance, and you know, like for the for the dance and homecoming. But you're like, yeah, yeah. Like she's she's great. Like it's not her fault. They just. All they want to do with her is be like, oh my gosh, Peter's aunt. Oh god. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Like, it's funny. It's funny when they do it, but it's like they it it's sad that her like last moment is the first time she's really given him like a good like pep pep talk or like had a real like serious moment. And you could tell she feels the same way about it, Marissa Tomei, because there was some interview with her where I can't remember what someone said, but they were like, oh, yeah, you're great. And she's like, eh. I mean, she kind of kind of had the Sally Field uh, vibe to it where she said, like, there's nothing to it. Like, I play the ant. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the the superhero's ant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, they gave her some some good stuff in this movie. No, yeah, she gets to she's... say the the big line, the big uh, yeah. power comes great, great responsibility. And uh Everybody clapped in my theater for that. Me too. Um, yeah, but you know, it's Peter. Peter disappears. Uh, Ned, who is who now has uh, Ned and MJ go to his grandma's house. Uh, you know, and yeah. he has Doctor Just... Strange's sling ring, and they're you know they're freaking out trying to find Peter. Uh, and as MJ says something like, "Can you can you make the ring work? Do you know how to? Can you find Peter?" <laughs> and Ned says, "Yeah, maybe." This, and then this was so awesome. It, this yeah, is. Because after that Aunt May scene, you're like, oh, geez, where, where do you go from here? Because, like, we're kind of having a light, fun time up until this point. And then Aunt May dies, and you're like, oh, bummer. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where we go from it's here. And it's like, than I was, was feeling before. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I know where we go from here. We uh, <laughs> bring in the other Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, this was a, 
certainly a big cheer. You know, he creates the portal and then Spider-Man turns around. He's like in like an alley or something. He comes through. It's like, well, you know, what's going on? Uh, hey, Peter. And then he, I don't I forget what Andrew Garfield says, but it's like, basically, you, you know me, but I'm, you know, I don't know you. And he <laughs> takes his mask off. You know, and that got a big cheer. It's like, yeah. what's, what, it's, it's the Garf. Yeah, I got a bunch of, there were a bunch of cheers for when he first like hopped out of the portal, but then there was even more cheers when he took the mask off. Cause, uh, I think a lot of people are like how my fiance is where they're like, I can't tell the Spider-Man suits apart. Like they all look the same. They're all red and blue. That's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I get that. Like I can tell them all apart, but also I don't think I could articulate (laughs) like the differences between Uh, them. I don't know. Um, Toby's has like 3D webbing and then like yeah. Gar- Andrew Garfield's the 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 eye lenses are huge. They're yeah. way bigger than on the other two. Um right. I mean, and he's also like he's taller and like lankier than the other guy. <laughs> yeah. So like I mean that's about it really. Yeah. This was a uh, man, this, it was awesome to get like a little moment with Andrew Garfield before Toby shows up too. Like that whole banter between them where they're trying to get him to prove that he's spider-man it's like st- she, stick to the ceiling <laughs> she makes him go uh wipe a cobweb off of the ceiling and then uh, like, i have the tingle thing but it doesn't work on bread <laughs> that whole bit was great and uh and then obviously toby shows up and that's insane like uh, th- it's th- this happened in a way that i never would have expected <laughs> this, this happened in a way i never would have expected because uh you expect that to happen in a big epic fashion, and instead it happens like in the kitchen, and yeah, it's, uh, just, it's kind of so perfect. Like they're just in his I'm, grandma's house. I'm kind of glad it happens that way. I think yeah, it's, I think it's fun. And uh, man, the, the applause for Toby was great, and him stepping out. Uh, that neither one of them missed a beat. Like they feel just and th- this could be said for the villains too like they all feel like the way they felt in their respective movies they do but, but now you they're know, just here despite those movies like feeling super different than the mcu like they're they feel they're yeah. they're definitely that old those old characters but they feel like they belong in this movie you know i mean yeah. that could have been handled poorly too it's like okay so we got toby but toby doesn't seem right in the mcu <laughs> But, yeah, and you you also it could have gone the other way where they come in and you're like, well, he doesn't seem like he used to. Like it seems off, but both of them felt like just plucked from their universes and like exactly how you would expect him. Like didn't miss a beat, and uh, it was really cool to see Toby because he uh, like I haven't even seen him in anything in so long. Like I looked, at, he hasn't done a movie since 2017, and he hasn't been in that much stuff like lately. yeah and, w- and wasn't the 2017 one like boss baby or something <laughs> maybe i don't i forget so he he hasn't even been on camera in like years and years so like what a big get for them to have him show up as, as his most iconic role like <laughs> the guy who kind of originated it but um man and it was it was cool that he wasn't in the suit yet because that right. left room for another like another <laughs> so big gonna, reveal are, later. Are, are you gonna uh, d- dress up? Or are you gonna come fight like dress like a cool youth pastor? <laughs> <laughs> that was the oh, man. The banter, just like no disrespect to Tom Holland, but the uh, the banter between Andrew Garfield and Toby was great. Like I feel like we got a lot of moments with just the two of them, right? And uh, 
they were just had like a funny energy together. Like Andrew's bringing something totally different than he is. Absolutely. Yeah. They and, played you know, the same character. They're all Peter Parker, but they're, they're, you know, they're their own thing and their worlds are different. And it's, <laughs> and all of them kind of clowning him about his, uh, <laughs> the joke that everybody was making before the movie even came out and we got confirmation that they were in it. Everyone was talking about, Oh, they got to do a joke about how his webs come out of his wrists. <laughs> yeah. And they all have web shooters. That was, <laughs> that was great. And uh, they they don't make uh, Toby Peter too like quippy, like, right. Uh, Cause he never really was that quippy, but uh, like when they're all kind of asking him about <laughs> the webs coming out of him, he could tell he's like uncomfortable by it. <laughs> he's not like, it's like, I'd rather not to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it feels very him, like very awkward. Uh, yeah, they uh it's just awesome. But uh I and it's a good little palate cleanser before like we get them on the roof with Tom Holland. Right. You know, like between Tom's using it and then you know they talk about Uncle Ben and they you know he did he didn't save Gwen and stuff, you know, and it's just like yeah it gets kind of heavy there for a little bit. Yeah, but it's good that in between you get that whole fun kitchen scene. <laughs> but um that the scene on the roof is awesome where they come kind of hopping down to oh, yeah. see him and uh that yeah you really get everything you want like the the three of them just kind of talking about tragic shit is just as good as like the goofy stuff cuz uh i don't know you want to you want to see them do some dramatic stuff and oh, yeah. uh and we really get more characters characterization for uh Andrew Garfield Spider-Man than we did in uh, some of his <laughs> some of his solo movies where uh, the whole thing the whole speech where he talks about yeah, Gwen and Gwen and how he stopped pulling his punches like that's that, that's what makes me think like we, we got to see more of him right like it seems like there's more to explore with him with Toby it was more like yeah me and MJ made it work and everything's pretty good and that's that's kind of what you want from him though because you're right. like wow they that's all he Especially ever wanted. Especially like, so at, that's yeah, good. like in Spider-Man three, he was such a dick to Mary Jane. This is like, yeah. So it's kind of, kind of, he got his happily ever after in a way. It sounds, it sounds like, and then Andrew, it's a, a little more nuanced and a little more uh, complicated, which is like, makes, I could see why people want to see more. I never thought I'd see the day where people were like begging for amazing Spider-Man three, <laughs> but uh, I could see why, like, I kind of hope it happens. Now we're gonna have the the Sony Spider Man multiverse that's just adjacent to the MCU, and in, you know they cross over like once every nine movies. <laughs> or something stupid. Yeah, well, I heard uh, Sony is now saying they want to do an Electro movie <laughs> with Weird. Jamie Fox. I'm like, I mean, hey, J- Jamie Fox is great in this. He was great, but I don't see what you do there. I don't see how that's a whole movie. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing more of him, but maybe in the context of like something else, I don't need right. like a whole. No, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, but I really hope they bring Andrew Garfield in for some stuff that that whole once they show up, like everything is kind of perfect from then on. <laughs> like every uh, little moment they get together, you get to see them do some science shit and yeah. like swirl test tubes around. And <laughs> that's pretty good. They uh they so they go back. Um, 
Peter uh, meets the other Peters, and then they they discuss a plan. So then, they Peter is still on the the on the side of I want to cure these guys. So they go, they break into the the chemistry lab to try to remake the cures. Some you know because a couple of them got messed up and during the fight. Um, mm-hmm. And we get a lot of really good stuff with the other Peters. And, you know, we were just, yeah. we were just talking about that a minute ago, but that's what. You know, like, I am so happy that we get so much <laughs> with these other characters. Yeah, because they, they just as easily could have come through some Doctor Strange portals at the very end and yeah. thrown a few punches and said, like, see you later. Thanks. Uh, yeah, glad we could help. Like it, it, or, you know, they, it could have been even like what they do with the lizard, where he's, you know, he's in the, the costume until the very last shot. And then yeah. he takes off his mask and he's like, peace out. So it's... yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fact that we got as much as we did is like crazy. And the fact that they didn't, I mean, there were some leaks, but not anything like huge, huge. Like the fact that they kept that as secret as they did is kind of incredible. And it made the movie that much more exciting. Like in 2020, it's been a while, right? You know, they've been sitting on this stuff for a bit. And it's not like that, you know, there's so much, Toby, for example, that they couldn't have just like, oh, people really want to see Toby. Let's let's get Toby for three days. And, you know, they didn't they didn't film it the month before the movie came out. You know, this was all it was part of the plan from the jump. Yeah, I know that was I feel like that was a theory that like, oh, now that everyone's saying they want this, they're going to go back and like do reshoots. And it's like, no, this definitely had to always been a part of it because it's so important to tom holland's arc uh and it it, it's wild that these movies were really spider-man's origins all along and we never realized crazy at this point you know we've had three three movies that are just the spider-man origin (laughs) story it's kind of a big reveal and it's wild because we never even see we never get uncle ben which i guess is why we get aunt may instead um and we never see him get bit by the spider but like this is kind of perfect the way it ended up because <laughs> you really get, you really get to know him. And now it feels like after he talks to these guys, he has kind of become the Spider-Man that I think a lot of people were always hoping for, even though I've liked him in all of these other movies, you know, and I, but he's kind yeah. of become more seasoned and more, uh, uh, I don't know. He's he's what I, I mean, he's growing up. I mean, these were all coming of age stories, and now he's uh, come of age. <laughs> we we get the big uh, the big final conflict where they, um, you Crazy. know, Peter the three Peters. First of all, they're kind of they're not great at working as a team, you know, because uh, <laughs> uh, Toby and and Garfield are are very, you know, they haven't been Avengers, so they don't they don't really know what it's like to. <laughs> that- to that was a cool uh, distinction too you that I never would have thought mean? about. Yeah, yeah. You were in a band. Is that a band? <laughs> were you in a band? Um, that that that's a really cool distinction because I never even thought about uh, the fact that they're very much loners. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I mean, and there were there were you know like Peter fought with Harry for a few minutes right before Harry died. You know that kind of thing. But you know, yeah, I saw I saw a meme going around where they're. <laughs> Talking about how oh we've never fought as a team, and then it was uh, James Franco, Harry Osborne saying 
Am I a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I a joke to you? Anyway, um, so they they eventually team up and they come up with a plan and they cure everyone until and then the uh, Doctor Strange shows up with the bot or get and gets the box from Ned. Um, that or, that, see, that scene. Uh, no, no. One more thing. Um, um, the Doctor Octopus shows up, reveals that he is cured, and he helps him save Electro. Um, that was great. He, yeah, yeah. And I really like. I'm bringing it up because I really like the moment with. Otto and uh Toby Maguire. Yeah. Like, You've grown up. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to do better. That was that was pretty great. It's so quick, but it's uh it's awesome. It is. Just just seeing those guys uh together again is great. And then uh we gotta talk about the one shot of uh I need this shit as like a poster hanging up in my room or something. The Three Spider Men all like suited up, swinging around. Where they, there they all. Well, they do like a weird like spin thing too, like yeah. up in the air. Like one of them like webs the other, and they kind of once they all start working together, and then when they all kind of land, like Toby, Andrew, Tom, that shit is like <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like yes. <laughs> that's when everybody was. That was that's incredible. <laughs> the three Spider Men. And the suits look exactly like how you remember them too. Like it's, uh, they look awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Norman shows up. Um, he gets the box for a second, and then they get the box back. Uh, turns out he left a bomb in the box, and it blows up the box, which unleashes the spell. Oh, oh, one, one, one small thing that annoyed me as a fan of Alfred Molina's auto. The the arms are supposed to be like generally indestructible. You know, they, they can take right. the heat of the sun or whatever. And Norman's just yeah. like, no, I'm going to cut it. And it just cut, he just cuts it off. Like it's no big deal. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. That don't work. Anyway. That's um, true. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just poking fun. But um, yeah. So uh, uh, the green goblin shows up and he blows up the spell. And then you, we see all the <laughs> other like ghosts of the other villains from the, like the, yeah, the I, uh, in there, and I saw Craven and black cat. Yeah. I, uh, I've seen it twice now and I was trying to pull out more silhouettes out of there uh, that's going to be one that i'm going to be looking at on the blu-ray too. and pausing everything i definitely saw a rhino i think i caught craven the second time and i want to say there was somebody else in there too that i noticed I and now was, i can't there was remember like one guy with a staff that i'm assuming was yeah playing. yeah and there was definitely someone else i noticed too i thought one time i saw like a straight up like actual scorpion <laughs> i don't know if that's correct but uh yeah, that's definitely one that I think is full of Easter eggs that oh, yeah. uh, people probably haven't found yet. Once we get the 4K footage, it's uh, <laughs> excellent. Got to go over that with a fine tooth comb. Um, so the the big solution, well, um, Harry tries to fight with uh, Norman with Green Goblin while Doctor Doctor Strange tries to contain the spell, um, and then he's about to. Uh, about to squash or stab Norman with the glider, and Toby gets in his way. Um, that, you, that was awesome. Yes, and then um, Norman Norman stabs Toby. Uh, that was scary. It's <laughs> like I thought. Are they going to kill Toby Maguire right now? Um, Thank God they didn't, because it, there's nothing to gain from that. Like I, I said, like he'd yet. already he already had his like happily ever after in his own universe, or it sounded like it. And so, like, what do you get out of killing him other than? Just being sad for no reason. I, so the I fact that they, before. yeah, the fact that they played it off with that yeah. was there, there was a really was like, like a funny joke though where he's he's lying on the ground. He's like, "Am am I dead or is that actually happening?" And they looks at the sky, <laughs> and then uh, 
him and Andrew standing standing there. He goes, "You're in so much pain, aren't you?" (laughs) (laughs) But uh, thank God they didn't kill him off because that just would have been would have been too much. (laughs) I I agree. So there, Peter's new solution is just make everyone forget that Peter Parker exists, basically. Yeah, that's Um, not going to affect the other Peters, is it? (laughs) I don't know. I assumed no because that would be kind of screwed up to not let them have a say in it. Like, okay, bye. No one's going to know who you are when you get home. So I'm assuming it's only for his universe. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. I did, this movie has a lot of things I think that uh, you could kind of nitpick at and ask questions I mean, about. You know, that's kind of what we're talking about early on. And, you know, it's d- does this really make sense? I don't know. Yeah, when I, when I start okay to think it. about it, yeah, when I start to think about it more, I'm like, well, wait a second. What about? And I'm like, you know what? It was just an excuse to do like some cool shit. And <laughs> I'm glad that they did the cool shit. So I'm not even going to worry about the uh, the semantics. Because <laughs> uh, you could poke holes and stuff all day. But I mean, was it fun and cool? Yes. Yeah. So that's good enough for me. Did it make I, uh, you feel good? It absolutely did. <laughs> yeah, it was worth it to have the three of them uh, side by side by side. So, um, and um, then we we get this heartbreaking last moment of uh, Peter goes to the coffee shop where MJ works and he's going to tell her everything, but then Ned comes in and they're they both got into MIT and they're really <laughs> happy without him and he's just like I can't I can't she just gets his coffee and leaves. That that was wild to me because I. Uh, even when Dr. Strange kind of uh, is telling him the deal, like no one's going to remember you, whatever. I was thinking like, Oh, there's going to be something. There'll be like a sign that they know him somehow. And uh, no, really no. Except uh, what my dad said to me when uh, Peter was saying bye to MJ. And when he says like, Oh, you're going to forget who I am and all that. My dad turns to me and he goes, uh, take take the necklace give him the necklace because she's wearing a necklace and like she could have given him that and right. apparently she's still wearing that necklace in the coffee shop when he goes to see her and peter gave her that necklace and far from home so i mean people could just be reading too much into the necklace i didn't even think about it right. until my dad said that and then i saw some more theories but uh i, I don't know that it will play into it at all but uh kind of interesting like that might be might be something there yeah (laughs) maybe that could have worked out i don't know but what what also confuses me is they know spider-man so all of the events that happened in all of these movies still hold true but they they're just friends with spider-man and they don't know who he is um maybe yeah, See, I, 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 I hadn't I hadn't considered that they you know because she, they she's still Spider Man, right? She's still hurt on her forehead, um, and uh, I assume everything still happened as it did because everyone remembers Spider Man. So right, you know, Spider Man is still involved with the in game stuff and or the yeah. Infinity so War, I guess so I don't know. Yeah, like so I guess Ned and MJ Ned and MJ are friends with Spider Man, but they don't know who he is. Which to me seems like we'll just take the mask off and then they'd be like, oh, cool. It's uh, Spider-Man is this guy. It's just, it just, it just be a guy, you know, like it's okay. Yeah, it's just, it's that's, just a guy. that's the problem. Um, <laughs> I mean, but I, you know, and that, 
Happy knows Spider Man, right? You know, yeah. The, he yeah. Meets See, that's Happy the at at that's Aunt, the other Aunt thing May's that grave made me realize. Scene, and he's like, um, "How'd you know her through Spider Man?" Or, or Peter says through Spider Man, and Happy says me too. You know, so they both they both knew Aunt May obviously somehow, and they both knew Spider Man, but Happy right. has no memory of who Peter is. So it's yeah, which makes me think Ed, Ned and MJ must too, but right. it's uh because they both <laughs> encountered Spider Man before. Yeah, this is going to be really uh, confusing. Like, I don't know how they're going to bounce back from this or if they will in the next movie or not. I, mean, like, I don't we'll... know. You know, like, the a big fear of mine after Endgame was going to be that they didn't address Endgame enough. Yeah. Right? Because this is a thing that is so far beyond the comprehension of us normal human beings <laughs> That, you know, like it would have such a profound effect on the entire universe. You know what I mean? Like you can't, yeah. you can't imagine how terrible this would have actually been. Like, so it's, yeah. there you, you can't do the comic book thing where you just move on like everything's okay. Um, and I think they've done a good job of that. They mentioned me it you in know, every, every... <laughs> that, it, every movie that references it makes Endgame make more sense you know like it's yeah you know and, and they, not to say that yeah. I have a lot of problems with endgame but it, you know like that was a big concern of mine because they've you know they've rolled stuff back a lot in the mcu like the uh with winter soldier they they dismantled shield except yeah at the end of age of ultron they just they have a helicarrier like shield is back basically like it's just, <laughs> you know things like or, that really bother me or things like uh, in Iron Man 3, it kind of ends with him basically retiring from being Iron Man. But yeah, then the first scene of Age of Ultron, he's, he's suited up and fighting yeah. with the Avengers, which uh, speaks more to, I guess, I don't know. They shouldn't, they just shouldn't have let uh, Shane Black do that, I guess. But I, I love Iron Man 3, but uh, yeah, you can't really I end say love, a movie I there. Like, but, I mean, I like it. It's I think it's fine. It has a lot. It doesn't annoy me nearly as much as it does some other people. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can't really end it there. And then <laughs> when you have a uh, an Avengers movie coming on the horizon, but yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do with Spider Man. Like, will the next one be about him dealing with no one knowing Peter Parker, or will it be totally like start from scratch, new threats, new? Uh, I kind of hope things. So. You know the the thing I really liked about homecoming you know like despite the presence of iron man it's a really personal story for peter and it's a really uh like i don't want to say low step but it's it's like a friendly neighborhood spider-man story and i want more of that in the mcu if that makes sense yeah i think my biggest issue with all of this is like they seem so dead set on keeping him out of new york for some reason <laughs> Like we've seen Spider-Man in space and Spider-Man in DC Spider-Man Spider in Spider-Man overseas. Yeah. <laughs> and Spider-Man in uh uh wherever they go in far from home, all over Europe. Right. <laughs> and then uh it was cool to just see Spider-Man uh with that cool shiny new suit uh swinging through New York at Christmas time. Like that was that was awesome. I agree. It's yeah, it's and I, you know, I love the suit. It's very classic Spider-Man, and I love how shiny the blue is. And it's, Man, it looks you know, awesome. And he's got a shitty apartment, you know. Like it's, it's the Peter Parker. Yeah. It's the, it's like grown-up Peter Parker that we know. Um, right. So it's I. I'm really excited for where they take 
Spider-Man going forward. Yeah, it, it's, it might uh, be another Spider-Man movie before we see him again. You know, like they've said they're working on the next thing. Um, but we don't have a crossover movie announced. He he might yeah. he might show up in one of these shows. I don't know, but it's Yeah, I know a lot of people thought he might show up in the Hawkeye season finale since they both take place in New York at Christmas time. Right. He goes <laughs> He swings right over uh, Rockefeller Plaza, where the big uh, final battle happens in Hawkeye, but uh, no dice. And apparently this happens before the Hawkeye finale, it seems, because, uh -huh. spoiler alert for the Hawkeye finale, if you haven't watched it, they they cut down the Rockefeller tree. Oh, yeah, so that's true. I didn't be, think about that. Yeah, like, it probably wouldn't be that easy to replace, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, man. Hawkeye is great too. That, that was a great really show. And talk about uh dealing with the effects of Endgame. That was uh probably probably the best to do it so far. Besides uh Far From Home, I think dealt with it really well. Far from home was really focused on like Tony's death. Yeah, but then it also I think it it was uh it kind of showed us like how the blip went for regular people, like right, we were saying. Right. Like uh I love the little uh montage the tribute to all of the avengers who died <laughs> at the beginning oh uh, um, it's just like the same shitty videos we all used to make in high school <laughs> it's so funny it's so good and then uh them talking about like because you know everybody had their questions and their uh plot holes for end game like okay so what about this and what about this and they uh <laughs> dealt with it really well and far from home where they're like uh my younger brother's older than me now and like this kid who was a freshman <laughs> This kid who was a freshman when we were here is now like our age and hot. Like it's weird. And Excellent. they uh they dealt with that really well. But uh yeah, Hawkeye dealt with it well because we uh it was the first time we saw what it's like to get blipped. Right. I, I figured they were in some kind of like purgatory or something, but it's actually instant. Like you disappear and come back and you're like, Yeah, that, they, they showed it with Yelena. Yeah. Yeah, which was uh really cool. But um and they showed the blip from some other perspective, I thought too, in another one of these uh Disney Plus shows, and now I can't remember. They they talked what about it, it in Shang-Chi for sure. Uh actually yeah. they, they've mentioned it in Shang-Chi and in the Eternals. Yeah, I think they may have mentioned it in every single thing that's come out since And that's good. Uh, you know, like the more that the more that they do, yeah. the more that I the more that I have faith. You know, that's just a and it and it makes it feel makes it feel real yeah like absolutely it makes it feel like this world is actually lived in like when you see random people on the street or uh in a, in a uh, steve rogers musical <laughs> the steve rogers musical <laughs> which uh, i love like, and it, yes um any uh any uh closing thoughts about spider-man before we get too off topic again um i don't it's pretty spot on like it's kind of everything you want from this it's just, and it was, uh, it was everything we wanted like literally yeah. everything it gave me everything which, i wanted which is crazy which, which is dangerous to a degree i think because uh i agree it I is think, dangerous i think i think fans ask for a lot of things that suck but <laughs> this just happened to be something fans that are not was good they're not yeah know, they're because you because now i see a lot of like oh this should happen with the multiverse and it's like dude no that sounds like shit why would we why would they do that <laughs> but uh they they did this the right way and they made it make sense for tom holland's arc and it all 
worked. Like, there's definitely a version of this that they could have done that would just not. No, oh, th- there was. Good. <laughs> if if there are ten versions of this movie that have all this, if they have if that <laughs> all the same cast, eight yeah. of those are terrible. You know, like yeah. there's like this, this could have gone very very wrong. But uh, it, it could have been a like it could have been somewhere between Spider Man three and Amazing Spider Man two. Like it that's yeah. But they they were able to like deliver on those fan service moments, but also uh make it make sense yeah. for for this universe and for peter tom holland peter and uh yeah it just it really works and it could have fallen apart big time but it does not and uh that's i think i, I think I, it's the highest uh as far as fan ratings it's the highest rated movie on rotten tomatoes wow for for that's viewer wild. not for critics but for viewer ratings which is wild, but it, it and it had good critic reviews too, which it's, I was no, shocked. It's like it's like ninety six percent or something, which is crazy. But it's yeah, like, it's ninety nine percent viewer rating. I feel like people are kind of getting a little bit of the superhero fatigue, and then uh, Eternals got really uh, panned by critics more than I thought it would. I kind of thought they would be uh, more about it, right? But um, they people love some Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> And this was a uh, this was a fun one, and uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know how they top it, but I'm excited to see uh, where we go from here. Me too. Um, th- thanks a lot, Wesley. Uh, yeah, really, thanks for having me. I yeah, uh, really, I could talk about Spider Man for hours. I could too. We've been we've been talking <laughs> for an hour and a half now. I think it's time to wrap it up. But I really appreciate yeah. you coming on the show. Um, yeah, it was fun. Like I said before, this is uh, it's my boy Wesley. He's the uh, uh, he's on is at uh, you the viewers productions YouTube channel. Uh, so you can go check out his stuff. And, uh, if you, if you like this, hit that subscribe button. I I'm trying to do a video every week, not quite getting there yet. I've been, I've been hurt and work is busy and that kind of thing, but I, uh, appreciate everybody for watching and, uh, have a good night.